For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. From Largo to Seminole, this is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris, where Tampa Bay begins their morning. And a good morning to you. One of our top 10 favorite days of the week. It's Friday with your palpitating palaver paladins, Jack Harris and Dana McKay and James Berlander. T-G-I-F. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't wait for you, Jack. I had to interrupt you and just go yeah, TGIF. Let's see. That would be for our friends at McDill, Tango, Golf, India, Foxtrot. Foxtrot. Yes. There. I think I got it right. Tango, Golf, India, Foxtrot. I have to practice that alphabet because I, I never remember all the all the words for the letters. Yeah. I just remember using it in the military on the radio. <laughs> But nevertheless, that's the day it is. And if you want to join our conversation, call us at 800-969-9352. This is the last time you're going to be hearing this particular crew here for a while. Um, but not forever. Not forever. No, certainly not forever. <laughs> don't worry, I hope don't. not. I hope not. At my age, I never want to say that. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack, don't even, don't even say that. Don't go there. Oh, uh, my. But... Uh, where were we here? Oh, by the way, in case you missed it last night, the Lightning beat the Calgary Flames 4-1 to one here, a home team win, and they take on the Predators tomorrow night, and the Buccaneers, who are 5-5 five and five right now, not having that great of a year, but they've got a bye week to try to get it together again, and then they'll be at Cleveland the uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving, Let's see. Yeah, the 27th uh, after Thanksgiving. Well, so. and hopefully Tom Brady has it together because he's got this whole FTX scandal going on where he's being sued. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so as if he hasn't had enough to take him off his game. Well, yeah, with uh, Giselle Bunchen and the breakup and everything. Although I saw somewhere he might have another, another lady. <laughs> That Tom Brady might have another lady. I didn't see that. I did see that Giselle was out um, on the beach with a jujitsu instructor. And yeah, rumors... apparently been having a thing with him for some time now. They've been rolling apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a video of them rolling around. But uh, I guess one of her friends says there's nothing going on between them, and that the jujitsu instructor has been a friend for a while, and they were actually on that trip with other families. Ah. Well, I don't believe that. I think they're locking yeah. eyes. You know, there, there's stuff that goes on behind closed doors. There. Right. And somebody actually brought up this theory that Tom Brady was retiring. And then he found out that Giselle was having an affair and decided, ah. you know what? I'm going to go back and play football then. But I don't know if that's true or not. That's just a rumor that somebody started. Well, if it and I'm is repeating. true, we got to thank Giselle for having an affair. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we'll see how the season goes. Maybe we don't want to thank her yet. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. A uh, big story here, of course, Nancy Pelosi is stepping down as the Democrat leader after 19 years. 
She is 82 years old. You know, I've never been particularly that fond of her looks or anything, but she doesn't really look quite 82 years old. But well, money can buy you a lot of plastic surgery and other things. Yeah, and she does that do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, she's represented the uh, San Francisco district since 1987. Um, well, she's done but, a great job. I mean, San Francisco is a thriving city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of problems going on there. Yeah. Yeah, just watch where you walk. <laughs> You'll have to step in something. That's or amazing what's happened at San Francisco. Oh, it's, that it's used, bad. Uh, that used to be my favorite city to visit. Well, it's a beautiful city. It's just... It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the th- things they've got. I mean, uh, and of course, going across the bay to San Jose. And now it's all gone to... <laughs> it has. That is so true. But nevertheless, uh, of course, she took another shot at Donald Trump by uh, celebrating her work with only three presidents, Bush, Obama, and Biden. And um, But Democrats are waiting to see what she's going to be saying because Republicans have taken a majority in the House and... Uh, New York's Hakeem Jeffries is in the driver's seat to become the new leader um, with House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer also stepping down in kind of a shake-up at the top of the party. So there are going to be some big changes taking place in Washington. Uh, Pelosi, by the way, became the highest-ranking woman in congressional history in 2002 when she was chosen as House Minority Whip and was chosen as leader in 2003 and then speaker in 2006 when the Democrats took back the House. It's 5-11 on AM Tampa Bay, and Chris Trinkman will be in here in just a jiffy. But right now we check out our traffic with John Thomas. Quick takes. Ripping through the biggest news stories of the day in record time. Providing you all you need to know. This is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. Our quick taker is in there trying to fix his microphone. The microphone fell apart. But all right, wait. Let's see. <laughs> all right, so I'm... He's holding I, it in his hand now. I, I look like one of those guys from the from the forties. Remember? <laughs> so you got the mic in one hand and then like a cigarette in the other hand. You <laughs> Except know. you don't have your cigarette. <laughs> Except they don't have cigarettes anymore. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's going on from uh, Chris Frankman <laughs> holding his microphone? These mics are heavy, Jack. Yeah, I bet they are. Yeah. So um they're uh Florida tourism. Uh, was a popular destination, and uh, according to the latest numbers, Visit Florida says 35 million people came between July and September. That's a 7% jump from the same period a year ago. Two million came from overseas, which is an improvement in recent times, an 86% improvement from last year's number. There was a big drop-off after the pandemic from foreign visitors. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. So Governor DeSantis says that his freedom policies are bringing the visitors to Florida from across the country and around the world. That may be true for some, although I think Florida weather may have something more oh, to do yeah. with it. Definitely so. The beaches probably have a lot to do with it as well. Yep. And uh, it's just uh, tourism, the number one business. So obviously we cater to them in a big, big way. Of course, they'd be a little uh, surprised to 
find out what our weather's like right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But there are still people going on the beaches. I've seen pictures of them. Beaches are packed, and it's like 55 degrees out there. Well, I mean, have you seen Buffalo? Have you seen uh, the, the you know, up north? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a mess. They've, you know, they've had to, to reschedule an NFL game because just too much snow. Yeah, they're talking three to five feet of snow in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, a total mess. So, yeah, I think if you come from up there and you're walking around in Florida today, uh, this is nothing, you know? I mean, going around in the Speedo is not a problem when you come from Buffalo. And the last big snowstorm we had was the blizzard of 77, 1977, when we got a whole tenth of an inch of snow. Here in Tampa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that so well. <laughs> I was on the air when it started snowing, and people were calling, and it's snowing, it's snowing. And yeah. I said, that must have been kidding. a lot of fun. And I couldn't wait to get off the air to go out and see it, yeah. to see snow in t- Tampa. And uh, when I got off the air at 9 or 10, whatever it was. Um, it was gone? Out, it was gone. Ah. <laughs> it had melted. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, I can imagine. I wasn't around for that, but... Uh, to think that there could be a snow day in Tampa, although there have been flurries, you know, in, in recent times. Occasionally, you get snow flurries up in the Panhandle, and, yeah. they, and they've reached as far as, uh, you know, the Orlando area and whatnot, but none of the snow stays on the ground. You don't get any, oh, no. any accumulation. Or we did like have that. accumulation up there in the Panhandle one time. I remember Yeah, we were up there. Joy and I went up. I mean, she's from Panama City, and we went there, and there was snow on the ground. Yeah. Well, you know... You know, people from different parts of the country just have different views on it. I mean, when you're from a cold state, any kind of weather in Florida is great. And yeah. and for us, this is freezing. You know, I've heard people were complaining, you know, all the, all day yesterday about how cold it was going to get. And here we are in the 50s. And that's just, you know, come on now. That's yeah. <laughs> Not nothing true. to complain about. And it lasts for, what, a day or two? And then we're back to yeah, the usual. We'll so we'll be back into the... 70s and 80s. (laughs) Absolutely. So the public sale for Taylor Swift's new tour will not be happening today. Ticketmaster canceled the sale because of high demand on the ticketing systems and an insufficient remaining number of tickets. Uh, It was just a big mess crashing the system. And now investigations are being launched. Uh, Some of the states that were selling tickets for their shows uh, couldn't sell them. And uh, and so the the attorneys general from various states are looking into this, and it brings into question whether or not you should have a, a monopoly on the sales of these events with one company, because you don't have alternatives. You know, Ticketmaster gets the exclusive to sell these tickets, and when something goes wrong with their system, you have mayhem, and yeah. people don't have any other options. And so it's it's uh, probably time for scrutiny of this company and and to find out whether they are. Uh, properly handling their business yeah that's true i mean you know it's a popular show but so what i mean so they have a lot of people buying tickets isn't that what it's all about yes indeed seems like they should be able to handle that for sure so there's a new addition to hillsborough county that residents will be able to enjoy for a long time to come there was a ribbon cutting ceremony for new pebble park this is over in riverview the conservation park sits on 27 acres on Riverview Drive along the Alafaya River. The land used to be owned by the Mosaic Company. That's the big mm. phosphate giant. Yeah, the phosphate folks. The park has trails, hundreds of trees, a butterfly garden, and they're planning on building a boardwalk. So it's good to see that some of those leftover uh, phosphate uh, mining sites can be converted into something useful. 
and uh, this is a pretty big park. Yeah, there, there are a lot of good Riverview. things happening in that part of the county for sure. Yeah, nice area. It's right there on the river, and uh, a lot of people looking forward to to the start of that. I think we've got some people that are from that area in there. Could be. So do we? <laughs> I think so. Yep. So. Yes. That's it. That's all you got to say. Yep. <laughs> yes, you guys yes. haven't even heard of it, right? You don't even know what I'm talking about. What uh, the where the phosphate mines are over on 41? No, where the park is opening. Oh, I don't know where the park is opening, but I do know that area because I live over there. Okay. Well, they got a good park over there. Check it out. <laughs> okay, cool. I will. Okay. Uh, so, Jack, what do you think about Tom Brady and uh, his ability to perform with this latest distraction? You know, oh, he's being right. sued, you know, involving uh, the cryptocurrency collapse of that company, FTX. He was doing commercials uh, all over TV. I mean, he was on during football games, some of the uh, primetime shows. I mean, it was a big deal. He obviously got paid a lot of money. And because the owner of FTX, the guy who founded it, has no money, they're going after the people who still do have money, and that would be Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to hold up in court. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's some law that says that if you promote, uh, I guess knowingly promote uh, something that's, uh, you know, shady, you can be held liable for that. Yeah, if knowingly you do it, but I'm sure he didn't know. I mean, he was getting paid to do a commercial. Yeah, exactly. So had that happen to me. Yeah, if you're a spokesperson for a company and you, you get paid to do a commercial and then that company gets in trouble later, that's not your fault. Not right? at all. So, but the question, though, for fans is whether or not all these additional distractions in Tom Brady's personal life will have an effect on the team itself. I mean, the Bucks are hanging by a thread here, you know. Yeah, they, they, only they gotta five get, and five now. they got to get back to uh, their winning ways if they, if they want to have a chance, uh, you know, to get to the playoffs and then, and then go forward with a chance at, you know, something past that. You know, the Bucks with uh, the Super Bowl win a couple of years ago, Fans are expecting more than just showing up in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And Tom Brady so. is a, you know. And that's the key to it. Exactly. He's the key. And so hopefully that will not distract him on the field uh, when he goes out to play. Uh, he's been through a lot this season. He had the divorce with uh, with Giselle, uh, this lawsuit, and uh, obviously a slow start for the team. Yep, for sure. Well, that's what's happening here with Chris. He's got more coming up in seven minutes. i got to get back to repairing the uh, microphone. So. <laughs> yeah, he's going to fix your microphone here. And <laughs> it's 523 and time to check in with John Thomas and traffic. Live on the free iHeartRadio app, this is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. And it's five, almost 5.28 here on AM Tampa Bay. In the next half hour, we're going to be hearing from Rory O'Neill, our NBC News radio reporter, um, about Nancy Pelosi's future plans and what we're going to be seeing happening in the... Um, well, in Congress. Yeah, she, hopefully she just retires. Hopefully she's not going to like announce running for president or something. Yeah, no, she's hanging in there. She's going to stay in congress but uh obviously not going to be the leader anymore you know what i'm looking forward to the jack we got your fake news report coming up at 5 40 oh yeah the fake news i'm excited report. for that and we're gonna have a special guest in studio again oh yes indeed wait till you hear that special guest <laughs> in the studio it's five oh and one other thing we're going to get around to here a little later on is special uh phrases that you only know if you're from the South. 
I can't wait to hear these words and phrases. And if if you have any, you can give us a call and be a part of that segment. It's five twenty nine on AM Tampa Bay. Keeping you up on what's trending. This is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And at five thirty seven. It is Dana McKay who's going to be telling us what's trending here this morning. Well, there's a new store called Hot Bins. Uh, It just opened on Bush Boulevard near Bush Gardens. And this is such a cool concept. Everything in Hot Bins um, is returns and overstock that came from Amazon, Walmart, Target. I mean, pretty much anything that gets returned from any of those big box stores ends up in a place like this. And everything in the entire place is $12 or less. Oh. You could find an Xbox, air fryer, toys. No way. No, electri- you can't. Yes. So the crazy what? thing about it is that it is not organized at all. It's not like you can go in and everything's on the shelf. They just take the things that have been returned and they dump them into these huge bins in the boxes. And then you go through it and you have to read what, what's in the package to try gotcha. to figure it out. Okay. You can't open the packages while you're on the floor or they're in your shopping cart. But you can then go before you check out to have them open the package so you can see exactly what it is. But it's such a cool concept because you can find literally anything that's been returned to one of these stores could be there for $12 Would or less. you do that, Jack? Would you go kind of like crate digging? I don't know if I would or not. You could not. find something fancy I'd, in there for I'd $12. Have to ask Joy. She does all our stuff. <laughs> I've been to a place that's similar to this, and it's really hit or miss. But if you go on that first day when everything is $12, you can find some incredible stuff that would have retailed for 200 300 bucks. It's wow. it's really crazy. So that is Hot Bins on Bush Boulevard. And Jay Leno is recovering from that uh, car fire incident that happened earlier this week. And his friend Tim Allen went to visit him in the hospital and brought him some car magazines. And when he walked out of the hospital, the paparazzi caught up with him. And Tim oh, Allen said, no. Jay's doing okay. He's going to be out soon. And Jay is doing much better. So that's good news about Jay Leno. I spent an afternoon with him years and years and years ago when i was doing a ball game out there and i don't know how i ended up with him but he took me out in back of this place uh it was where he lived oh wow and and it was on a hill there in uh, la and he took me up and showed me a bunch of his cars he has an incredible car collection he does well and that's what happened is he was working on one of his cars in in the big garage where he stores them and somehow one of them just spontaneously caught on fire yeah and that's how jay ended up getting burned i'm not sure yet what's happened i haven't seen a follow-up on that if they found out the cause of it but definitely glad that jay is on the mend yeah i miss watching him at night he was a great guy i tell you i mean he is a great guy fortunately he's still with us Yes. But, uh, I mean, got me a couple of beers. Oh, wow. That's, I love how Jack always has a story. It's <laughs> always involving beer. Yeah. <laughs> you never know who you're going to bring up, and Jack's met him. Jack's met everybody. <laughs> Been around a long time. It's 540 on AM Tampa Bay. Time to check in with another guy I met one time, John Thomas. This is the fake news report. We are fighting the fake news. Fake news on AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And Dave LaGretta here, who is uh, helping us out this morning. He's the guy that kind of runs the place. And uh, so here we go. The fake Friday fake news report from Argus Hamilton. 
an L.A. judge dropped four of the 11 shower sex assault charges against Harvey Weinstein on Tuesday. A poll by Brute Men's Cosmetics says Detroit leads the nation in shower sex, indicating that 86% of Detroiters say they've had sex in the shower. The other 14% said they haven't been to prison yet. (laughs) The Senate took a vote supporting a bill banning discrimination against same-sex marriage and issues splitting mainline Protestant churches for 20 years. I once asked my dad, what was the church position on same-sex marriage? He said, your mother and I have been having the same sex for 50 years. (laughs) Fox News reports since Elon Musk took over Twitter that somebody opened a Twitter page who's identifying as Jesus Christ, and it sparked my curiosity. I plan to log on to Twitter and ask Jesus how on earth he found followers with names like Luke, Matthew, James, Philip, and Andrew in the Middle East. Uh, President Biden looked happy posing for the annual group photograph with other world leaders at the G20 summit in Indonesia. We all like to look, you know, take a good picture, and Joe looks his coolest when he's wearing his mirrored sunglasses. But somebody needs to tell him to take him off when he's playing poker. (laughs) Quit playing with your dinghy. (laughs) Motor Trend reports that 18% of all cars sold in California this year are electric. 1% of the total cars on the road here. The uh, big Chevy dealership there in Los Angeles is giving away a free puppy with every electric car they sell. I guess it's good to have company for the walk home. (laughs) It's the doggone truth. Muslim parents in Dearborn, Michigan are suing the school board for allowing sexually explicit books in the school library available to first graders. The only sex education I got at age six was that male bees die right after they pollinate and mate. That's their entire life. Honey, nut, cheerio. (laughs) Pull up your pants, take off the pawn. The U.S. Senate remained under Democrat control Monday after six days of mail-in vote counting in Democrat precincts in Nevada and Arizona. Conservatives are livid. I don't want to say it looked fishy, but Pornhub broke into regular program to cover the Republican candidates getting screwed. (laughs) Arizona and Nevada mail-in votes put Democrats in charge of the Senate Monday after six days of counting. I can understand the skepticism. Week-long vote counts always look pretty suspicious when you consider that America's Got Talent can count 50 million votes during one commercial break. (laughs) That's a lot of crap. Joe Biden staffers told reporters he'll definitely run in 2024, hopefully against Trump. Pundits shake their head at the prospect, noting that Biden will be 82 and Trump 78. Normally, when guys this age get into a fight with each other, it's in the balcony of the Muppet Theater. (laughs) President Biden flew to Indonesia this week to attend the annual G20 Summit of World Leaders held on the Isle of Bali. On Monday, the president attended a meeting for two hours of the leaders of China. And why not? Biden's been president for two years now, and it's about time he met the owners. 
Peyton Manning emceed the 56th Country Music Association Awards ceremony Wednesday, which aired live on ABC TV from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. A great country music lyric stays with you forever. My new favorite ballad is By the Time I Get to Phoenix, They'll Still Be Counting. <laughs> Time Magazine reported that the crypto market crashed due to a liquidity problem at the popular crypto exchange FTX, and the ensuing investor panic wiped out fortunes in two days. What's the difference between a crypto investor and a pigeon? A pigeon can still make a deposit on a new Mercedes. <laughs> Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was courted by leading Republicans to run in 2024 following his election landslide Tuesday to try to blunt a Trump candidacy. Even Tom Brady, a previous Trump backer, texted Governor DeSantis, but maybe he was just trying to get a free flight back to New England. <laughs> President Biden battled jet lag as he addressed a climate conference in Cairo on Friday. En route to this week's G20 summit in Indonesia, he didn't forget the solemnity of the day back home. Biden posted a picture of himself with his dog, Major, and wished every American a happy Veterinarian's Day. <laughs> that was Veterans Day. Vice President Kamala Harris officiated the annual Veterans Day ceremonies at Arlington National Cemetery, and it gets more bittersweet each year. It's a day in which many of us honor our fathers and grandfathers who fought to keep this country from turning into exactly what it is today. <laughs> nice one in there from James Verlander, too. The New York Post quoted poultry producer Hormel saying bird flu caused a shortage of turkeys in stores this Thanksgiving. That could force me to celebrate the holiday the pilgrims way again. Last Thanksgiving, I shot my first turkey, and it scared the heck out of everybody in the frozen food aisle. And last and maybe least, President Biden, of all people, suggests Elon Musk's foreign business ties be probed. He provides Internet service for Ukraine's army and owns a Tesla parts factory in Shanghai. If Musk's deals with Ukraine and China are found to be crooked, Elon could get four to eight years in the White House. <laughs> that's all, folks. Yep. That's our fake news Friday report. It's 5.50 and time to check in now with John Thomas and traffic. And on air and online at WFLANews.com. This is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. And we're joined now by Rory O'Neill, our NBC News radio reporter. And, Rory, uh, we've been talking about Nancy Pelosi, no longer Speaker of the House, but she is going to remain a House member, right? I think we have Rory. There he is. Yep, there he is. Yeah, Jack. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the feed, so I didn't. Get yeah, we were wondering about Nancy Pelosi's plans. Uh, no longer Speaker of the House, and she's 82 years old, but she's planning to stay in Congress, isn't she? Exactly. So you know, she was just reelected last week with the midterms to represent the people of San Francisco. So she's going to keep that job and keep that title, but she's giving up this title of Speaker of the House because the Democrats 
are going to be the minority party, but she's also not going to seek a leadership role among the Democrats. Looks like uh, the top Democrat for the House will become Hakeem Jeffries, a New York State Democrat. Is he a younger guy? Because she's 82 now. Well, you'd have to be, wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's 52, actually. Well, that's 30 years younger. That sounds pretty good. But, right. well, and about by the way, that's about the age she was when she came into. I think she was four. I think Speaker Pelosi was forty nine when she started, thirty five years ago. Yeah, she uh, set a couple of new trends. I mean, for women and stuff like that. Right. She was the first woman to become Speaker of the House. I think the first. What is it? The first two time Speaker in you know, almost a century, and uh, yeah, she's broken all sorts of rules and barriers and things like that. You know, you may dislike her politics. You may oppose her on 100% of her positions, but you at least got to respect the fact she kept those Democrats in line and whipped them up. Oh, she certainly did that. And it'll be interesting to see what the GOP does with the House as they'll be taking over next year. And, um, Rory, we will... Kevin McCarthy is expected to be the leader. Still a bit of a fight in that, so we'll see. The Republicans chose him, but we'll see what the full House decides to do when they convene in January. Yep, for sure. And, Rory, have a great weekend, and we'll be talking to you next week. Thanks, Jack. Talk to you then. And follow Rory on Twitter, at Radio Rory. It's 557 on AM Champa Bay. From Palm Harbor to Valrico, this is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris, where Tampa Bay begins their morning. Good morning. It is our Aurorian Information Symposium here, known as AM Tampa Bay, with Jack Harris, Dana McKay, and James Berlander all on board. And our number, 800-969-9352, if there's something you want to contribute we're going to have, um, we're not going to be able to get around to our thing, whether it's better to be a guy or a gal. We'll have to hold that off for a while. Oh man. <laughs> this is the longest tease in the history of radio. Yes, <laughs> it <segment>. is. True. <laughs> it's going to be a while. And we got some birthdays today. Uh, Jeff Hawks, George Brooks Third, Catherine Chambers, and John Kathy Funkhauser having a birthday today so happy birthday to all three all four of those and have you all got any birthdays in there i do megan kelly is 52 today these are not my friends these are celebrities uh, megan kelly is 52 today and kevin nealon from saturday night live is 69 today wow he doesn't look that old I know. And Megan Kelly doesn't look 52. She's gorgeous. Well, that's true. And and Dana's kind of like me. Normally, I don't have any birthdays, but today I've got Jason Steff. I got Kazi Alexander, Jim Cutler, who is our voice guy, will be celebrating his birthday in a couple of days. So happy birthday, Jim. Happy birthday to them all, for sure. Well, I've got, um, of course, we've already done all of our jokes here this morning, but well, let's let's take a look at the uh, some of the well southern phrases you don't hear up north. Over yeah. yonder, that's a big one. Over yonder, how would you use that? Uh, say, um, where did you put the, the the car? Where'd you leave the car? Well, it was over yonder, across gotcha. the field. Okay. Over yonder seems so far. Yeah, ornery. 
is when I'm ornery. Southerners say ornery. Does that mean like mad or angry or cranky? Yeah. Well, yeah. cranky. Okay, you're being, do you use that, Tina? But I don't, but I know what it okay. means. Got yeah, it. you don't want to be around somebody that's ornery. Yeah. Uh, reckon. I use that all the time. Yeah, you do. I reckon she's not going to have much luck today. That's the phrase they put here. But it essentially means I think that's what they say up north. I, uh, you know, I think. Fixing to. That's another one I think I've used. Mm-hmm. I don't use that one, but my neighbor is from Kentucky, and she says that a lot. Yeah, I'm fixing to go down to the store to get some more sugar. I've heard you say that, Jack, and I started uh, picking it up. So I blame you. <laughs> uh, and then, bless your heart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's one. I've got a couple of friends that use that one all the time. Bless your heart. I see it used sarcastically, I think, sometimes. It's kind of like sometimes it can be used as like a, oh, bless your heart, <laughs> you know, when you're a little annoyed with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and Joy added a couple here, lollygagging. That's one. Hmm. I use that one sometimes because I just think it's a fun word. Yeah, lollygagging. In fact, there's a restaurant up north called lollygaggers. Huh. Uh, and then uh, the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. I'll be there. I haven't heard that one. That's new. You've never heard "Good Lord Willing" and the creek don't rise. No, no, I have not heard that. What does that mean? Like, spent enough time in the south. <laughs> okay, huh? <laughs> yes, that's true. Hey, we're going to tell you about the movies coming up this weekend here with our fat guys at the movies guy in just a couple of shakes. It's six ten on a Good Lord Willing on AM Tampa Bay. And Kevin, do we have any comedies? It's all about the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, and he knows it all best. Let's go to Kevin Carr for the latest movie news and reviews on AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And at 14 after 6, our fat guys at the movies guy, Kevin Carr, is on board here now. And Kevin, I guess it's not going to be long before we're going to see, at least on TV, the uh, Christmas movie revival. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, already you're seeing the Christmas movie stuff because, you know, Hollywood doesn't wait until after Thanksgiving to do all this. And uh, the, even though there's uh, the, the wide release, the only big wide release right now is uh, the, the menu. I actually didn't have a chance to see that one, but there's other stuff out there that is Christmas related and you'll be happy to know are in the comedy category as well. Uh, one of them I want to cover is Spirited which is available, it's in theaters, but it's also on Apple TV+, and it stars uh, Will Ferrell in a musical adaptation of A Christmas Carol, only it it is really different and uh, does a lot of things uh, uniquely because it's it's a musical, and he plays the Ghost of Christmas present who has to, who decides to try and redeem this unredeemable character played by Ryan Reynolds. And they, of course, uh, butt heads in this, and, and, and Ryan Reynolds isn't cooperating, and uh, you learn more about the different characters. And it, it does stray quite a bit from the Christmas Carol story, which is good, because you know we've, we've had about you know 500 different versions of that. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's got some good music, and it's, it's got some very funny scenes. Uh, it's got a lot of energy, and it's got a lot of heart, too. It's a sweet little story. Who plays Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> 
Well, it's not about. Well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds plays that the character that that the the ghosts of the ghosts are trying to uh, change. If you, you know what I mean. So the whole story behind it is uh, they started with Scrooge, but they're trying to. Uh, you know, they do it every year to a different person. And so Ryan Reynolds is their latest, I guess, challenge, you can say, to try and turn around uh, before the holidays. Yeah, I like Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it does have the Will Ferrell comedy. I mean, obviously, his his, his, uh, uh, slapstick-type comedy, you know, that that awkward humor. It's him absolutely kind of uh, rolling into the, the Christmas movie. Well, with all the oldies coming back, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all? Well, my favorite Christmas movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, I've always been a big fan of that one. And uh, I also like stuff like Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. Um, I I like Elf. There you go. Speaking of uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. uh, Another one that is, is one of my favorites is A Christmas Story. And uh, that kind of leads into the other movie. On HBO Max, they've got a sequel to A Christmas Story called A Christmas Story Christmas, uh, which they did once a a direct-to-video sequel to it a couple years ago, which I actually have never seen. What's interesting about this one is they go back and they get a lot of the original actors. You've got Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie. And as as a kid, now he's an adult, he's brought his wife and kids home to his uh to his his mother's house because his father has passed away at christmas and it's him trying to sort of give christmas to the family what's also i mean even though it takes a while to sort of find its footing when it finally does it it, the thing that's it does work and the thing that's neat about it is they've got all a lot of the actors from the original movie like they get the original kid who played flick and the original kid who played uh, Schwartz and uh, the original kid that played uh, Ralphie's brother are all back in this movie, of course, as adults, and and that makes it kind of like uh, you know it has the people who are you know from the original movie in it, even though they're much much older. I love the uh, and this goes back to the late fifties, I guess. Uh, White Christmas and what was it before that? Holiday Inn or something like that. Well, there's Holiday Inn that, that they had done, but that was a little bit more of uh, ubiquitous to all the different holidays, but they had a section in there where Irving Berlin had put in the song White Christmas, and they decided to make a version, uh, sort of change the story uh, and make it a uh, their their own version. Because in the original Holiday Inn, I believe it had Bing Crosby's character was running this hotel, which is very different than them sort of getting stranded in the hotel uh, during the snowstorm in uh, in the original in the in the new hot well yeah the well Kevin Carr you can check him out at fatguysatthemovies.com and have a great weekend all right we'll talk to you later okie doke and uh, gotta ask you all too now uh, Dana and Kevin what are your favorite Christmas movies I'm not Kevin oh I'm sorry. Dana and Kevin. I'm Kevin James. What's your favorite Christmas I'll movie? I'll let Dana go first. I have to think about it now. Right? I'm angry you called me Kevin. I'm um, sorry. I'm eating my breakfast in here, and I don't like to talk with food in my mouth. But um, a, 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 a Christmas story. 
is one of my favorite movies, Christmas movies. And then there's one called The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix that came out a couple of years ago. And my son absolutely loves it. So that will be on through the entire month of December in my house. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. How about you, Jake? Have you got a favorite? <laughs> yeah, for me, I like Elf just because uh, Zooey Deschanel is in it. And I have a big crush on her. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you, Kevin. Just You're welcome. <laughs> it's 6.20 on AM Tampa Bay. And time to check in now with John Thomas and traffic. Live on 99.1 FM in Pasco County. This is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. And it is 624 on AM Tampa Bay. And we're joined now by Aaron Real, our NBC News radio reporter. And uh, Aaron, I understand that uh, in spite of the slowing economy, that more Americans are starting their own businesses. And where is this happening and, and how are they doing it? Yes. So applications to form new businesses in the U.S. that grew by 1.2% in October. That's compared to the previous month. And Jack, you know, some new businesses, they're born out of opportunity and other businesses are born out of desperation. And there was actually a boom in business formation during the depths of the Great Recession. And this is because many people who lost their jobs were starting personal fitness training or personal career coaching businesses. And during the pandemic, business applications surged. So in September 2021, a study found that most of these businesses were connected to the e-commerce boom, as well as gig workers setting up LLCs. They do this to protect themselves from personal liability, which is a very smart idea. But the total number of applications is about the same as this month as it was last year. And and experts believe that it's going to fall a little in the coming months. And that's because the data comes from the employee identification number that's filed with the IRS that are used to identify business entities. But another factor is that people want to get their applications in now to get their business loans now before interest rates go up even higher. So this is a a good sign. And it's important to remember that even during the Great Recession and, and other economic slowdowns, we saw Airbnb, we saw Uber. These household name companies were born to disrupt these stodgy old industries that came up during the Great Recession. So sometimes, you know, necessity is is the innovator here yeah tampa bay the tampa bay area is probably one of the hot spots for that kind of thing Uh, for uh particularly tech well yeah a little bit of everything happening here now yes tampa that entire area is growing rapidly rapidly and, and a lot of people you know, uh, nationally, they think of Miami as everyone's fleeing to Miami from L.A. and New York. But I, I think it's important to remember that Florida has an appeal across the entire state. And Tampa is a large, large part of that. Yep, for sure. Okay, now we've got to ask you this, Aaron, which we brought up a few minutes ago. Christmas movies are going to be starting here very soon. We're going to be seeing them on TV and everything. What's your favorite all-time Christmas movie? Oh, that's such a good question. I know it right away, which is silly because I'm a grown woman, but I love the claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It just, like, brings me joy Ah. and peace and makes me so happy. What about you? Uh, Well, I was talking about, I like the, I think it was called Holiday Inn and then White Christmas, the sequel to it. Um, Oh, that's nice. But, uh, no, I liked Rudolph. And the song. You know the one I'm talking about, the little claymation one? I think it came out in, like, the 60s. I, I love that one. The what now? 
I, I believe it came out in the 60s, and it's claymation. It's, uh, it, it, I, I put it on for my kids, and they're like, what is this? But I think it's adorable. Oh, okay, and James is a clay version of Rudolph? Yes, if you just Google Rudolph Christmas special claymation, you'll see you probably are familiar with it. It's a classic. Oh, well, I love the song and the story. Aww. Gene Autry doing it first way back when. Of course, my co-hosts here don't know who Gene Autry is. I know who Gene Autry is. I'm not sure who that is. Oh, okay. Well, uh, anyway, Aaron Rayal, our NBC News radio reporter. Have a great weekend. Likewise. Have a good one. All right. It's 628 on AM Tampa Bay. Talk to you soon. Let's hear about the dopiest dope of all the dopes of the day on AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And at 637, uh, we got Dana McKay with our dope of the day. And who is it? Well, you would think, you know, what's the last place place you would want to go if you're wanted for a crime? Probably a police station, right? Yes. (laughs) Well, a fugitive wanted for fraud in Pennsylvania was busted when she walked into a New Jersey sheriff's office and applied for a job. Oh, brother. As a security guard. So she filled out the application, and a few days later, she was called into the station under the guise of, oh, we want to interview you for this job. And when she showed up, they arrested her. (laughs) And then after she was busted, they found two stolen credit cards on her, which then added to the fraud charges she was already facing. Wow. Oh, brother. Needless to say, she did not get the job. I mean, if you think about it, though, if the cops didn't really have records and computers nowadays, you wouldn't expect a criminal to apply at the police station. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe she wanted to kind of be on the inside. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Erase her records off the computer. Yeah, there you go. I didn't do it. Well, you didn't have a dope. You had a dopess or a dopette. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what we call our female dopes, dopettes. Okay, now I know. (laughs) Or dopesses. I'm not sure. Yeah, women do really dopey things, too. (laughs) They certainly do that. There you go. By the way, this is, to me, a little disturbing. President Biden and Indonesian President um, Widodo um, met on Tuesday they announced a climate deal that'll send Indonesia $20 billion over the next three to five years so they'll shut down their coal plants. I mean, first of all, this is dopey. You're not going to change the climate in any way. Exactly. That's Mother Nature. I mean, we used to be in the Ice Age, and when there were no people on the earth, it got warmer and warmer and warmer. They're getting like a ton of snow right now up in Buffalo. Yeah. And uh, but it's that warming climate, and the worst part of this whole thing is they're spending. He's giving him twenty billion of our dollars for this idiotic thing. There's plenty of things here in our country that could be fixed with twenty billion dollars. Oh yeah, our roads, the highways, all kinds of things could be done with twenty billion dollars. You could give it to our homeless and needy. I mean. And yet we're giving it to another country 
So they'll shut down their coal plants. Just driving us more and more into debt, Jack. And who then? Then we're going to sell that debt to China. So they're, yeah. they're going to own us anyway for, for giving money to them. Well, they certainly are that. But this is unbelievable. Indonesia, the world's fourth most populous region, heavily reliant on coal to fuel its energy-intensive steel industry. I'm reading this, and this comes from a an international energy agency report but we are idiots giving up our money like that to do something that can't be done this is why we vote them out in 2024 and this is why people are put out of work in indonesia because they worked in the coal mines and then we'll have to give them even more money to help with the poverty over there when the people don't have jobs and the same idiotic thing we're doing here trying to shut down all the coal companies and i know in my home state of west virginia um democrats turned that that state when i was young was a solid democrat state it's a solid red state now because of trying to shut down the coal mines and all that stuff it's 641 on AM Tampa Bay, and time to check our traffic now with John Thomas. Now, taking a look back at this day in history on AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And this day in history is presented by the Duncan Duo. Today in history, November 18th, 1493, Christopher Columbus first sighted the island now known as Puerto Rico. 1803, the Battle of Vertier, the last major battle of the Haitian Revolution, is fought, leading to the establishment of the Republic of Haiti, the first black republic in the Western Hemisphere. 1872, Susan B. Anthony and 14 other women are arrested for voting illegally in the U.S. presidential election of 1872. 1883, American and Canadian Railroads institute five standard continental time zones, ending the confusion of thousands of local times. 1901, Britain and the U.S. signed the Hay-Puntsworth Treaty, which nullifies the Clayton-Bulwer Treaty and withdraws British objections to an American-controlled canal in Panama. Uh, 1903, the Hay-Bunau-Varilla Treaty is signed, and that gives the U.S. exclusive rights to the Panama Canal Zone. 1909, two U.S. warships are sent to Nicaragua after 500 revolutionaries, including two Americans, are executed by order of Jose Santos Zelaya. 1928, the release of the animated short Steamboat Willie, the first fully synchronized sound cartoon directed by Walt Disney and Oob Ewerks, featuring the third appearances of cartoon characters Mickey and Minnie Mouse, considered by the Disney Corporation to be Mickey's birthday. In 1943, World War II, Battle of Berlin, 440 Royal Air Force planes bombed Berlin, causing only light damage, but killing 131, and the RAF lost nine aircraft and 53 air crew. 
1961, U.S. President John F. Kennedy sends 18,000 military advisors to South Vietnam. Uh, 1963, the first push-button telephone goes into service. 1978, the McDonnell Douglas F.A. 18 Hornet makes its first flight at the Naval Air Test Center in Maryland. 1978, in Jonestown, Guyana, Jim Jones led his People's Temple to a mass murder-suicide that claimed 918 lives in all, 909 of them in Jonestown itself, including over 270 children. Congressman Leo Ryan is murdered by members of the People's Temple hours earlier. And that was in Jonestown, Guyana. 1988, in the war on drugs, U.S. President Ronald Reagan signed a bill into law allowing the death penalty for drug traffickers. I don't think it was ever used. 1993, in the U.S., the North American Free Trade Agreement, NAFTA, is approved by the House of Representatives. 1999, at Texas A&M University, the Aggie Bonfire collapses killing 12 students and injuring 27 others. 2003, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court rules 4-3 in Goodridge versus the Department of Public Health that the state's ban on same-sex marriage is unconstitutional and gives the state legislature 180 days to change the law, making Massachusetts the first state in the U.S., to grant marriage rights to same-sex couples. And, of course, that's an issue again today. 2013, NASA launches the MAVEN probe to Mars. And um, don't have any locals for today, but since we're not going to be here, a couple of big ones from the Bay Area. This was on the 20th of November. In 1924, Gandhi Bridge, the world's longest auto toll bridge, opened. The distance from Tampa to St. Petersburg is shortened from 42 miles to 19 miles. And uh, 1125, November 25th, 1925, radio station WFLA signed on the air, which makes us about to have our 97th anniversary coming up on the 25th of November. It happened at the what is now the Fenway Hotel in Dunedin. That's where WFLA first broadcast in 1925. And on November 25th in 1970, the record coldest temperature in November We've got to have our guesses now. What do you think that was? 42. 42? Okay, so you're saying the coldest temperature ever on this day. Oh, no, in in the month of November. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to one-up Dana. I'm going to do 44. Well, believe it or not, back in 1970, 
Let's see. Was I here? Yeah, I was here yeah. then. That was right after I got here. Uh, it went down to 23 degrees. Wow. wow. Dana wins. Yeah, I didn't know. Does it ever really even get that cold here at all? Yeah, apparently it did. I used to walk to the bus stop in shorts in that type of weather. I was a moron. We'll, we'll have to. I guess we can appreciate our 55 degrees right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and anyway, that's this day in history. Presented by the Duncan Duo. Get your career booming by being a part of the number one real estate team in Florida. Visit now. Jointheduo.com. It's 6.51 on AM Tampa Bay. And time to check in with John Thomas and traffic. The latest headlines, weather, and traffic. Every weekday morning. This is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. And, of course, with Dana McKay and James Berlander. Yep, yep. We're going to have a lot of changes coming up next week in our in our uh, folks on the air here. Yeah, you get a big vacation. Lucky you guys. <laughs> yes, indeed. And you have to, well, of course, you work a lot longer than I do anyway. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be here next week just running the show next week. You, you won't hear oh, me, but man, that's tough. I'll be hitting all the switches and stuff. And Dana, too? Nope, I will be at home. Oh, <laughs> she gets to sleep oh, in. That's I, good. I do have some stuff to do, though, at home, but I will not have to get up at 3.30 in the morning, which is nice. That She's only been here a week, and she gets a week off. <laughs> I know. She's going like, to come back and be like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, that works. <laughs> hey, some quick George Carl jokes before we go. You'd think snails would be faster without their shells, but it turned out they're actually more sluggish. And my teachers told me I'd never amount to much because I procrastinate so much and i told him oh yeah well you just wait <laughs> and i like this because why did the man name his dogs rolex and timex because hmm. they were watchdogs oh oh okay thank you george by Carl. the way a listener has an anniversary that uh, i think dana has notes on yes dave from clearwater called and he wanted to wish his wife margaret a happy anniversary they've been married 55 years today 55 years yes wow that's great well happy anniversary happy anniversary and happy thanksgiving to one and all and i'll see you soon <laughs> It's 6.58 on AM Tampa Bay. Live it up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.